are thyroid. Black walnuts for the thyroid. Are good or? Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you, okay. want, you want them for your thyroid. He told us to eat them. In fact, friends I have no idea. Stuff. I have no idea. Yeah. He, I wonder was, why black walnuts would be good for thyroid. I wonder why. He not. said the regular, uh, the regular walnut is good for the brain, but the the black walnut is specifically for the thyroid. Now it has a type of iodine that is homeopathic. See, all iodine is not created oh. equal. There's different isotopes. There's different styles and combinations they never tell you see calcium never comes as just calcium right. it's going to be calcium citrate calcium oxide amino acid chelate gluconate etc same thing with iodine there's not just one iodine there's about a hundred of them or more and the scientists never tell you that because you can't sell people stuff if you give them choices I learned that when I was a manager of the health food industry, I'm going to be a good guy. I'm going to, when the customer comes in, here's this vitamin C, this one, this one, this one. You know what? They look confused and they walk out the door. And I realized I'm losing business by educating them. So they would come in and say, I want vitamin C. I'd take them to the counter, pick up a bottle, hand it to them. And I would pick the one I thought was the best. And nine out of ten times to just take that vitamin. Now, here's what happened. One person would say, well, do you have anything else? I'd pick a second one. On no more than two choices ever. I'd hand it to them. Oh, thank you. And they'd buy it. I almost never had anybody ask to see a third choice. And as Adano taught, yes, no, maybe. That's where the truth is. It's not in yes, no. But if you run, want to run a business and think you're going to run it on yes, no, maybe education, ain't going to happen. I can tell you from experience. <laughs> so, um, And someone else may be able to do it. So, so, so I, you think that the, Ray Pete suggested that the black walnuts had a little bit of iodine why the thyroid liked them? Is that right? I don't know if he said that or not. I don't think he'd be for it because there are some omega-3s in it. But sometimes the very things that have omega-3s have the antidote in it too, like almonds. Well, almonds don't even have omega-3s, for God's sake, but they have plenty of vitamin E. But there are other things. First of all, you can't avoid omega-3s. You want to reduce and minimize them. Milk has has omega threes in it. Sure. Butter has omega threes. Coconut oil has it. All that. Yeah, it's got all got omega threes. You know. Now Ray Pete went so far that he got the totally uh, what do you call it? The coconut oil that was uh, <laughs> treated and all that. He even gave that up as impractical. You know, it's not a good idea. You 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 what you want? Your liver can handle toxins, but it can't handle too many toxins. It's like if if people visited you and you had two or three visitors, you could handle them. But suppose a hundred people came over to your place, you're not prepared to handle it. And maybe Charles Manson's in your audience, in your guest, you know, or maybe Kanye West brings that other Nazi guy to see Trump. You know, you need to know your guests, and you're going to get bad guests. But you need to be advised ahead of time. Hey, this guy is a so and so. You better watch him. You just uh, so anyway, we get overloaded to make a long story short. Right. And if you think you're going to screen all omega threes out or all of whatever sixes or nines or whatever, it. yeah, man, I let that stuff go long ago, Adam. I just don't. I don't have the time 
or the or, you know or the the bandwidth to to concern myself with that you know I just don't I trust whatever I'm going to eat is going to be fine sometimes most of the time it is sometimes like we went to a restaurant last night some friends went out to dinner a really nice place where it's all non-gmo food a lot of organic food and I had a steak being a being a meat guy that I am but I thought oh man I want to have some french fries I haven't had french fries in years so and trust me I did not have one iota of doubt that it was going to be great for me I really didn't but evidently subconsciously I had some french fried karma in there because I was telling you earlier man my tummy about 10 o'clock and it wasn't the steak dude I tell you that so who knows you know they fry these french fries in some oil God knows what it is but I didn't do well with it at all, the, the French fries. So, and how do you do that? I mean, it must be a subconscious thing about it, right? Because I didn't, I didn't, like I say, I didn't think at all. I didn't even quite cross my mind. It'll be great. I'm going to enjoy those. You know what I mean? Well, the unconscious has other ideas. The unconscious makes associations. And when people say, I, I'm going to uh, work on my subconscious, or their unconscious, the reason the unconscious is the unconscious is because it's unconscious. <laughs> How can you have a consciousness? Exactly so right. You. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, if, if oh, my, uh, my unconscious, I can figure out why did that happen, it's because it's unconscious. Otherwise, it would be conscious, and then you wouldn't have a problem. And so that's I think our job then is get. just to become more conscious of everything, and then we know we can let go of stuff that we don't want to, carry around right let go yeah, of it you see our unconscious knows everything it knows the square root of infinity it knows all of that stuff that's not as Jung said he was asked what is the unconscious everything you don't know there's a lot of stuff i don't know i used to go into libraries and cry i said i can't read all these books how can i possibly read all these books and get all this packed in my head or wherever it's going or in the sky <laughs> and and then adano said don't be a tape recorder be a variable capacitor in a radio he says i just get all the channels of the universe why tape it <laughs> taping it is called kundalini it's a finite force it doesn't last cosmodyne energy is the paraadrenal system where you're connected to everything everything and you, <laughs> and get, you get all get, the you get all the information you need just at the right time just yeah, at the right like, time. like a telephone, <laughs> then you can actually telephone and say, I, w I need this information. A lot of times, I don't know the answer to something. I'll look it up on Dr. Google. <laughs> Dr. Google, one thing about them, if you know how to search, then you can find anything. They can block you getting out to people. But if you're clever enough or you're a researcher, you know how to get around all their little bubbles and roadblocks, which they have plenty of them on the Internet. Bubbles and roadblocks from the motion picture Bubbles, bubbles, and roadblocks. That's why when people, when I first got on the internet, I, I found that secret out quickly. So people said, let me send you the link. I said, I don't use links. Give me the name and I'll find out for myself. And then I would make end runs around it and find out stuff they couldn't find. I had friends who were on computers for eight or nine years. And I got on there and was finding stuff they couldn't find in two weeks. Because I realize it's all about psychology and it's all about uh, 
uh, how you word things and put quotation marks in and stutter search, all these little tricks that you can get around. And basically, I was self-taught because I'd done so much library research. It's not that different. Libraries try to trick you, too. It's just that it's easier to get around library blockages. But when you go on the Internet, they're really very transparent. And since most people don't know how to research, it's really easy to do. Sure. And so I, I guess it's not a stretch to think that the computer power and the, the motives um, are so clever these days that do you think that each individual person, if they're clever enough to be directing to you to where they want Patrick to go rather than where I want to go? Do you think they're That's doing right. that? Oh, they definitely do it. They know who we are. That's why I disguise myself. I wear a mask and I pretend I'm someone else. I pretend I'm a wholesaler or whatever. They actually make a computer analysis like statistics for insurance to see what you're looking for. And then they make a, uh, a, a thing. But you, So you pretend you're one of them. And then they give you carte blanche. Oh, you're a wholesaler? You want to fool the public? Sure, we'll show you where to get the stuff. That's what I found out, that you have to pretend you're someone else. So, so say, you were buying, say you were buying something. Give me an example of something you wanted to buy, and how would you pretend you were a, a wholesaler? Uh, give us an example. Like, just make well, up something. I go ask for the wholesale price of something. And once you find the wholesale price of it, now they know you've identified yourself. So then you can start asking questions. Well, what? how much oil is really in this? How much of this is really in there? I mean, and then so, they tell you. So they actually put you in a different, you're a different person because you've, you've, you've identified yourself as a wholesale buyer, not a, not a retail buyer. That's crazy. I guess, yeah, it's, I know. of course, it's easy to do if you, if you know, oh. if you're a geek, right? I mean, it's easy, right? No. Easy for geeks to do. Yeah, they do. It's called social engineering. It's so yeah. easy to get information out of people. So <laughs> you can work that too. You can go right into their system and they don't expect you to do that. They expect you, well, I'm so and so and right, I'm coming right, right. in there. And, Which is and, what but, most people do because they don't know what you've just said. I mean, how would you know? How would you know? But I come in. Uh, Oh, I'm Adam Bergstrom now. Now I'm Professor Boogie Woogie. Now I'm Aquarius Applesauce. Now I'm Prometheus Pineapple. Now I'm blah, 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 whoever I'm going to be. Give me anybody you want. And you actually, actually... Do you actually give yourself names, too? No, no. no. I really... I, I act like those personalities. Okay. Like, uh, oh, I'm just a guy looking for uh, a date or something or whatever. whatever. If you want to find porn, that's how you find it. If you want to find uh, wholesale prices. And wholesalers, the most important things because those are guys who make the money you take international drugs who makes the money not the person selling the drug to the people not the it's a transport it's the uh like right now the main place for uh coke and heroin is uh amsterdam right no no let's see what is it that it's in uh antwerp antwerp Antwerp. And yeah, that's that's where the drugs come into Europe, but they come from Brazil. The money is made in that transport by ship in banana boat or whatever they're going to do. That's where the money is, not in the grower. They make barely anything, not in the original distributor and not in the end distributor. Those people, it's transport. 
And that's the same thing. Be a wholesaler. The more you can pretend you're a wholesaler, they say, oh, you're one of us. Okay, we'll tell you what the information is here. And that's how you find it. Because believe me, it's a scam. Omega-3 fatty acids, there are people who know it. Monsanto, if they want to diss it, they call it uh, linolenic acid. If they want to promote it, it's omega-3. They do both. It's the same thing, and they say one is really bad for you. We're going to take it out of it, and one is really good for you. We're going to put it in, (laughs) and people, because it's a word. (laughs) The computer works by words. It does not work by intuition, (laughs) and with words, you can beat them. you got to be a rap star, (laughs) an internet rap star. What a world. What a crazy place it, it is, is out there. Man. See, Edward Bernays was just one of these controllers. They knew how to manipulate the human mind. Cigarette, it's a torture, it's a torch of liberty, women. So then they all start sucking the stuff in at that you know, point. You know, the funny thing about the matrix uh, that I've been really thinking about, Adam Bergstrom and ladies and gentlemen of the jury, is I, I kind of fantasize sometime about maybe just getting some land and just writing screenplays and just don't go on the internet, right? Just forget it. Because I, it just clogs up. Doesn't It just keeps my mind on something else when I just want to write screenplays and make movies or whatever. And I'm wondering, um, but I see, I see in a sense I'm addicted to it. You know, I'm addicted to, and I watch myself do it, and it's weird, you know. It's like when you know you're kind of addicted to something and you still do it, you know, it's like, okay, well, I don't really need to go to this website to find out what's happening with interest rates. I mean, I guess I do because I do the shows on it. I need to stay informed. So I feel like I'm at a time warp where I need to find keep, keep up with information, but I don't want it. I know, you know, do you know what I'm saying here? Do you? I, we do, have that same paradox. Do you have that same thing going on? What are we going to do with that? I mean, what do we do? We can't, we don't want to drop off the planet, do we? Or, I don't know. No, and there's two things about that. One thing well, we've thought if suddenly we got a billion dollars, Barbara and Gal and I would like to drop out. But then there's other people. We made friends now on Facebook. And they're like real friends, you know. I mean, they're they're compassionate. They've supported us. We give we supported them, and they're friends. So it would be like abandonment at the same time. Exactly. But we would cut down if we had a billion dollars. We'd be cutting down and trying to get our information out. Yeah, in that's what I'm thinking ways. too. You could still help people, whoever wanted help or advice or whatever you're going to do, write your books or whatever, without getting involved in stuff that you don't need to be sticking your nose into, I guess is a good way to say it. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, that gives me a little clarity on that. Because yeah. I would One never thing. drop off. I mean, what would be the point? You would be have no contact with anybody in physical reality, which what, that would be selfish in a way, wouldn't it? Just Yeah, because there's a lot of interesting people out there. I've met realized people, but the unrealized people have been very interesting. Some of them, some of the people who I've disagreed with have been 
some of my best friends. And uh, I noticed a long time ago that sometimes I could agree with the person word for word, but the connection wasn't there. There's this magical connection around some people that often people get married. I used to wonder about that. They don't have anything in common, but obviously they do. There's an emotional connection, an intuitional connection, a karmic connection. Mm-hmm. whatever it is where people just get along fine and disagreeing with each other even so there's yeah. that <laughs> and i call people sheep bots a lot of times but i'm a sheep bot too let's face it you know we all have a certain all, amount of sheep bots. oh yeah speaking of that have you seen the videos of these animals that are running around in a circle around the world have you seen any of those no. <laughs> oh, I put one on Faceplant. It's weird, Adam. I think I have the oh, video. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I did have see you... that. I did see yeah, it. Here, yeah. let, me, let me show you. I don't, I don't need the video, but check this out. Watch this. It, it's in Spanish, and uh, it doesn't matter, but let me just play a little bit of this. Cada vez surgen más evidencias del fenómeno conocido como el círculo de la muerte. Una misteriosa actitud en la que animales de diversas especies, de manera inexplicable, inician una caminata en círculos que finaliza hasta que fallecen de cansancio. En Noruega, a comienzos del año 2022, se reportó que durante una exhibición en donde se comercia con alces, estos realizaban misteriosos movimientos circulares en sentido de las manecillas del reloj. No, I didn't see that. Let me turn this thing down because it's in Spanish and you and I can talk. Evidently, um, I wish I could find the the translation to it, Adam. But there's these people are researching this, and watch these are sheep and cattle, and and I read an article about it. Look at them, and sometimes they go around for two weeks, wow. two weeks, just running around in a circle. Wow, isn't that weird? If it's you find like any. If you find anything on that, um, would you would you let me know? You might look at that. You know, true. it's similar to the human cell. We have uh, hmm. blood cells that maybe a blood cell might think it's conscious, but it goes around in a circle around our body. So I think it's something phenomenal with that. And there was a biologist named Lyle Watson who wrote a book called Supernature, and he said. Where's the consciousness in a beehive? How can the bees all go together? How do birds all fly together? Well, they're all communicating, though, right? Yeah, they're all communicating. Yeah, but but like one being, they act as one being, and our bodies with all our cells are like colonies. (laughs) But we are one being, though, right? It's just one, aren't we? Well, ultimately, I think we are, and that's where we separate ourselves. Look at this. this. (laughs) Those are ants. Those are ants. Now, no, I've th- never seen this. This is phenomenal. <laughs> Look at this. Look at these horses. Now, these guys are going... Um, now, some, most of the times they go clockwise, like this one. But just the other video a moment ago, these guys were going um, um, counterclockwise. I, yeah, it's just crazy. So, I don't know. Astounding. Many people are conjecturing that they're just... Kind of like people, I guess we chase our tails a lot and just you get into the mind worlds and you can just go like you were saying about questions after questions. Maybe that's what they're doing, trying to show us, quit doing this, you go crazy. 
<laughs> similar to square dancing when you really think about it and even mm. sufi whirling you know where you you wish to go around in circles and people go in circles and walk about and look at a racetrack around and around and around in a circle right. and and for both humans and for horses yeah i mean mm. and you could you could liken Cars. it to even therapy you know i don't want to diss a uh, psychiatrist but if you go to a psychiatrist for 20 years and you just go around in circles about what your problem is i mean What's the point? I mean, how, how much how much are we going to talk about this? You know, <laughs> how you, are we going to? Yeah, how much are we going to talk about? Are we going to keep talking about it? You can get addicted to that. The classic example. I had a friend. This is a true story. Now, she went for therapy, and at first, it was uh, paid for by Medicare. She went every day for a year and a half, including Sunday seven days a week for a year and a half every day every day and one day her therapist said i can't make it today we'll call off today and she had the day to sit down and think and thought what am i doing and she quit (laughs) why do i even go (laughs) yeah she'd been doing i i cannot even fathom a person going for therapy for a year and a half and think they're getting any results out of it that's like 400 450 days or whatever it, that's pretty it happened to a friend of mine <laughs> that's pretty strange isn't it? a close friend of mine an ex-girlfriend of mine even well but are we humans i tell you what man we are um and she's a therapist she should have known better <laughs> you know one translation of the therapist is the rapist <laughs> the rapist what do you mean it, look at it T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-D. That's how you spell therapist. Oh, well, that's weird. I don't want to <laughs> it think is about, weird. I don't want to think about that. I mean... That's why in mind hacking, I wish to empower people. They ask me, what do teeth mean? What does this mean? Ask the body. I'm attempting to exclude myself. I don't want to be an expert. The body is the expert. You turn a person's feet or even hold them and... If the answer is, uh, if it's a male, it's the left side. If it's a female, it's the right side. And then you can get anything you want to know from the person's subconscious mind that they don't even know it's there. They'll deny it, and you say, well, your body's telling it. I'm not telling it. But anybody can do this. I found it accidentally. You don't even have to read my book. Just hold the feet and see for yourself. That's how And also, I, also too, uh, just asking this is what I've been doing with my uh, little coaching things, too. If I ask the right question, uh, they tell they they tell themselves the right answer. I don't tell them anything. I don't tell them what to do. No, I just ask the right questions. And they come up with it. And then they, they say, and they'll say things like, oh, I'm really glad you told me that, but I didn't tell them that. They told themselves that. <laughs> that happens yeah it's in, funny, in isn't a it? good therapist the trouble is now when you go to a psychiatrist they, they give know. you drugs yeah they give you drugs Jeez. They, they used to know if you read the old time psychiatry books they did follow to a certain degree right. they had various successes depending on what they did i think william wright with body armor works a little better than freud and some of the others they realized they had problems but with mind hacking you have direct connection to a person's unconscious. Right. There's no speculating about it. Yeah, yeah and, and what I've seen on the inner uh, planes, though, while my body is sleeping, um, 
is that I'm really solving problems. I really, that's what I'm doing every, every night. I'm not solving so much a problem, but learning about what is, learning about the truth. And I think this is why we've been taught, for what it's worth, that the body heals while we're sleeping is because soul is working things out and we wake up and we feel better, right? You know, totally different than we did ten eight hours ago. Well, I feel great. Man, I can take on the world. So what did we do? Uh, was it just that the body rests? No, I don't think so. I think that the body, um, soul, is working through karmic things, which is why, to your point about drugs, when they give people stuff to just put them out, sleeping pills and all this, pain pills and all this stuff, you miss out on a lot of action. I think you miss out on a lot of healing. What it's like, it's like uh, you call the fire department because your house is burning. So they come and turn off the alarm. That's what drugs do. And they drive away. Your house is still burning down. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what drugs do, pretty much. All the pain pills, sleeping pills, all these things. Wow. Exactly. And another example, you're driving along and your meter says low on gas. They give you a drug and turn off the meter. <laughs> you can't tell now. You don't feel like you're, you're not worried anymore because right. you're running out of gas. But your body is running out of gas. Your mind is running out of gas. And they hide that from you. So psychology and psychiatry now are hide the fact of who you, what you are from you. Yeah. And maybe that's uh, the great... Um uh, attraction to the cocaines and the fentanyl and the oxycotton and all the stuff that people get into because you don't even have to deal with anything that's real or deal with anything that's uncomfortable, right? You just get whacked. Just boom. And, and we're cultured that we don't have ESP. Back in the day when they mesmerized people, they could consult the person they could see with their eyes closed they could play uh, dominoes with their eyes closed they could see through walls they could do all of that they could they could see, see what was happening to a relative a thousand miles away and get it accurate and now they tell you you can't do that well i've seen it done i've done yeah, it myself of course and i know it's real but they say it's not there were thousands of mesmerism books mesmerism was as well known as yoga is today Many people don't do yoga, but they know about it. Today, we're taught that mesmerism, oh, that was some superstition. Now we have hypnosis, and that may or may not work, but mesmerism is a false thing. It's not. It's their state of natural consciousness. You don't need anyone to mesmerize you. If I get superpowers, I can do it myself. I don't need a psychiatrist to give it to me or an athletic trainer. I have that ability within myself. It's my God-given right, if you want to call it that. uh, God didn't, what was the great line? God God didn't give the tin man nothing that he already didn't have, you know, in that that song, which is, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, obviously, but I don't know what I'm doing, but I've been really having some fun um, falling asleep consciously. And the way I do it, is so simple. So I'm there, my head on the pillow, right? And it's just me and spirit and God. I'm just talking quietly to myself. And I just say, okay, just relax and fall asleep. So I'm really hypnotized, you know, whatever I'm doing, 
fall asleep, relax into the pillow. Oh, you feel that? Okay, just relax, relax. And as I stay conscious, and before you know it, your body is sleeping, and you're in another reality, and you're just, I'm still conscious. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? And it's that easy. You can do it. If you want to do it, just just do it. It's pretty fun because you just play around all night long with stuff and your body's sleeping, thank you very much. And, I, it's, it's, and it's, I'm just mesmerizing myself. Or I'm just talking myself into what I want to do, right? I don't know how you would phrase it. How would you phrase that? Yeah, a, uh, you know, talk- a, a, a Houston multimillionaire taught me that trick one time. We were at a Sufi camp. And he told me, rock yourself out of your body to astral project. It was one technique to do. So anyway, we were studying with Adnan Sarhan. And that night he came to me consciously and in my right ear blew as hard as he could. And I felt pain and I saw this chartreuse pattern, an exact pattern. So I asked Don when I woke up, what, what did that mean? It means listen to Adnan. So, okay, we go to the workshop, and we're doing all these physical exercises, and I listened to the sound of his mantras, whatever he was doing. I listened to his voice. And then we, he stopped, and he said, look at this painting. And the painting on the wall was the design, the chartreuse design I the saw yeah. in the dream. And so then I started... Uh, 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 when I saw that, or I saw that painting there, then I thought, well, I could have subconsciously seen it and implanted it. I came back and he said, tonight, instead of doing exercise, I want you to look at this painting. <laughs> and so we just stared at the painting all night. And, uh, and, and, oh, then, furthermore, we sat in a circle afterwards and Adnan would roll his eyes back in his top of his forehead and he just had white eyes and he would just go like this back and forth slowly <laughs> and this time instead of sitting like a good Sufi cross-legged and rigid I stared at him and thought who are you really three times he came around and his eyes he dropped one eye down and winked at me and did it again three times so he never explained what that was about I asked him about it ten years later and he laughed but yeah so we have this connection with people that if we choose to use it, we have it. Right. And if we don't choose to use it because, oh, you can't do that, it's the law. Yeah. Whose law? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we work with various uh, masters in Ekankar, spiritual masters. They're real. They exist. They're, and they're, I don't know how to say it other than, they're just right here now with me all the time. All I have to do is just say, well, how does that work? And they are there. This is what they do for a living when they live this reality. They work with their students, people that say, you know, like you did with Adano or people have done with Jesus or whatever. They, all these different masters are out there and they'll work with anybody who wants help. This is what they do. This is what they do for a living when they leave here, right? This is, <laughs> and it's so simple and it's so fascinating that I'm just, sometimes I feel so blessed to understand this because I have so much help, you know, just all the time. Well, you know, 
and they'll only help you when you need it because one time I was with the yeah, Donald. because they don't want to, excuse me, but they don't want to, they don't want to put you on the dole or make you dependent on them because then that weakens you, right? That weakens you. Yeah, that's they li- good, good point. They, Go ahead. Yeah. They live in the now too. So like one time I was with a friend of mine called Marcia and he looked at us and he said, uh, when you walk out that door, I don't know who you are. I forget who you are. That's why I'm well and you're sick. And I realized he was saying that we live in the past or the future. We don't live now. But when you needed help and you called for a Donald, he helped. You'd yeah. call for him and he'd phone you up suddenly and say, yeah, what do you need, basically? Uh, that's the kind of thing that happened. But if you're not thinking about him, it's none of his business at that point. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, and the beautiful thing about masters, and this really ties into something that I kind of had this karmic thing with Catholics and guilt is there's not a one of them with any worth their salt as they say. I don't know where that saying comes from. Worth their salt. It's an interesting saying that ever, ever, ever gives me a hard time. Never, you know, never says oh you shouldn't do that. No, no. They (laughs) never do that, do they? It's always well, try that over there. You know, try that, right? Point you in the right direction. Never, you shouldn't have done that. No guilt, no shame. And this is unconditional love. And that's the difference, right? That's the difference. Just love. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. It's like the mother's love. No matter what the person does, the mother still loves the child. That's right. right. And that's, that's what God is, right? And that's what spirit is, is unconditional love. And it doesn't care what we've done. We could have just gone out and, I don't know, done the weirdest thing ever, and but God and Spirit and the Masters are right there saying, okay, so what do you need now? How do I get out of this? Well, you might just have to work through that, but I'll be here for you to help you. <laughs> you don't get off scot-free. There's karma, but you know I'm here to help you deal with it. True. Which is different from saying, no, you shouldn't have done that. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But we're the only ones that do that to ourselves. We are the only ones that do that to ourselves, right? We're the toughest judges of that, and there was a movie called Flatliners. Remember Flatliners? I remember that That movie. Demonstrated the point perfectly about how they punished themselves, and they, when they went to dine for three or four minutes, they, they were pursued by things they didn't finish in their lifetime, their guilt over certain conditions. It was one of the Best movies I've ever seen, Flatliners. Yeah. I'm working with a, a screenplay that I'm rewriting, and I'm, I'm kind of changing the theme to be that the only thing that gets in the way of gets in the way of us getting what we want is us. The only thing that gets in the way of we of us getting what we want, I got to work on the wording, is us, and that's the truth. That's the that's only the thing trick. that that's the only thing that gets in our way of getting every think about that. Everything that we've always wanted. Whew. I mean, you really get into that feeling and it's like whew, right? It's like everything. Peace, love, hippie beads, abundance, freedom, you know, name it, whatever it is. And the only thing that keeps us from feeling that is us. Yeah. Wow. I found that phenomena when i was working on people i'd finally get to the point where i'd say 
what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> I'm like your defending attorney and you're like your prosecuting attorney. <laughs> because people would be so negative about their life that uh, that they couldn't think positively. Right, and then they right. wondered why they got in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I've been seeing on the internet, there's, I've had a lot of just unconscious things that I've gone into where I didn't feel like I deserved, right? Wow, that's a big one. You don't really feel like you're deep down on an unconscious level. As people say, oh, there's a part of me, but it's just, a, it's just an old thought form floating around in there, right? That we don't really deserve to have everything that we want, right? We don't really deserve it. That would be too amazing. That'd be too amazing, right? <laughs> to have everything that I want and all the money that I need and all the love that I need and all the friends and everything, which is our birthright as soul, I just, I, you know, I don't deserve that. And I think... It uh, is. It's hard it? to get over because our culture tells us over oh. and over they make laws against it. And, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, and parents and unknowingly, maybe, and schools and everything tells us that we don't deserve it, but we do. Folks, so don't let anybody tell you that you don't deserve to have it all, because you do. We do. Well, of course we do. You know, we 100%. do. <laughs> and I've been using that breathing technique on the inner to go into that feeling. Would you like to hear this? This is pretty cool. So I'm on the inner, and I'm on the inner planes. My body's sleeping, and I feel this energy that feels like it's blocking my experience of feeling this divine love and this idea that I'm everything, right? So I see it. And and it feels like it's separate from me, but I've learned that it's not. It's just me confused. That helps if you feel like you're going into something and it's not separate from you. It can't be separate, right? Because it's just God. So it can't be separate. There's only one God. There's only one thing so the way i do it is i do the kind of thing like um i'm not breathing but i'm moving into it and I, when you get in there it just dissipates does that sound it just dissipates and you realize that well that was just an illusion that's not really me i do deserve it and then you then you do deserve it does that make sense that's the best i Perfect. can understand best i can just by this best I understand it, you know. Um, I've had it explained like that too. It's, yeah, it? I, I yeah. think that's true. But it, the breathing is interesting because teachers have always talked about breath control, but I've never really understood what they're talking about. But I think the yogic thing that you've talked about, uh, the buteco breathing, and the, what we are talked about earlier, I think this is what's going on where we're really, rather than do a deep breath and say, like you said, I'll go in there and do it. I'll charge the castle. It doesn't work. It almost makes the castle stronger. But if you just kind of eke in as a spiritual being into the castle, which is you, right? It it, it dissipates. Does that does that resonate with you? That idea. It's a breathless state. Uh, it's a breathless a state. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Normally, with cervicopa samadhi, you're totally paralyzed. So, uh, when I first woke up totally paralyzed, I thought I had polio. I didn't <laughs> understand the state. And then I gradually could 
wiggle my toes, and then gradually I got back in my body. He came back. Then Adano explained that we die from the feet up. We roll up every night into our brain, come from our feet. So then I had the experience again. I didn't have it again. But then he said, it's also possible to get up and walk with that paralyzation. That's called nervicalpa samadhi. So one time we were in deep meditation at a friend of mine's house with Adano, and and I was really out and the phone rang and so they said it was for me so I got up to pick up the phone and when I picked it up I fell because I realized my legs and everything was totally paralyzed and I had walked with my paralyzed body the environment had walked me to the phone and I fell then I looked over at Adano and he winked at me oh. he had given me the experience that we can get ourselves but you have to sometimes have somebody show you that it's possible. Yeah. Once you realize it, Once then... Once you realize it, hey, yeah. yeah. And then if there's spiritual it, exercises that I learned through Ekankar that we... That's what these spiritual exercises is about. So we can see how this works because you just can't... As the old saying goes, uh, spirituality has, has to be caught and not taught. We have to experience it otherwise... It's just a mental concept, you know, just, right? It's okay, but then you got to get in there and dig in and, you know, figure out, you know, see how it works, right? See how it works. Yeah, because the yeah. pundits can talk about that, but one of my favorite stories is right. uh, Sai Baba, uh, he asked the pundit, Sir, are you and I one? And the pundit thought, Certainly, Baba, you and I are one. Mm -hmm. No, I and I are one. <laughs> I and I are one, yeah. You know, at Ekankar, there's a word that describes the energy coming from um, spirit this way and the energy going back out, which is nervakalpa. One of them is interesting, nervakalpa, and the other one, the word is not in my consciousness. So it's it's kind of the, the sound current coming in and then back out to God. It's kind of a circle and we're, we're taught to grab the one going that way. Does that make sense? Rather than coming yeah. in? See, usually Radhaswami is the wave coming, but you go reverse. The wave coming is Swami Radha, not Radhaswami, but Radhaswami is getting the sound current back up. Back we up. take a sound current back out first and oh here i am this is the world yeah that's uh, how we who get am there. i oh i'm a white person i'm born in new jersey oh okay <laughs> i got my credentials i got my script right. now let's see what else do i do yeah. oh you do this and you do that but then the other current takes you out and realize you can be anything you want and you have been and you are <laughs> you are and we have been i am and i am i am i am that i am a Oh, I am that I am. That's all that I am. A Popeye the Sailor Man. So Popeye. There knew. you go. <laughs> he had a Popeye. I think that might be the third eye. I've been told. <laughs> Some people say he really had one eye, but I think uh, it was his Popeye. Oh, you think it was his? It was his third eye kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he took olive oil to kind of lube it up a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny. Okay, we're going to end with this because this is kind of this is kind of risque a bit. No, no, not really. This is from Gloria. My boyfriend is wanting me to experiment with Tantra, sexual Tantra for spiritual enlightenment. Do you think he's, prob he's trying to do something 
nefarious or is there something to that? I thought you two would know. Well, I don't know a lot about that. Well, Adam, what do you think? Well, that's a great question. That's trippy. What a question. Wow. Never I thought we'd think, see that one. I never thought we'd see that one here. <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as tantric enlightenment, but mm. I think uh, the power of sex can generate other states of consciousness, so there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, I remember reading a book called The Herod Experiment back Herod? in the day. Yeah, where you would, uh, where you would not ejaculate for more than a half hour because at a half hour of not moving you would glow blue believe me <laughs> i tried a lot of partners i never glowed glowed blue i was fascinated with the concept of glowing blue but i had experiences that cannot be explained where i was asleep and awake at the same time and physically could do things I can't do normally. Right. So I, I doubt if he's nefarious. He could be, you know, check his credentials. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's fun at the very least. And you could experiment and see if it works for you, Gloria, I, and see if you, you really feel good and fulfilled and, you know, all the rest of it. You know, the Taoists have a whole thing that I learned with Dr. Stephen Chang in the Tao of Sexology. And their whole, one of their great tenets is that you hold back ejaculation like forever. You don't ever have to unless you want to have a baby. And this way that the woman goes through many, many different levels of orgasm. And these are healing for her. And this is our, our gift to her. And then that energy that she goes through is then transferred back to us. So we get healing at the same time. And I think there's a lot to that, and you can experiment with those kinds of things, which is... Of course, I had the other thing. I regarded ejaculation as a as a bowel movement. I yeah, said, well, you, 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 you're an ejaculation crazy guy. <laughs> but holding it back, that's another story. That's another you, story. You yeah. hold it back because uh, you get more power out of it, and there is a consciousness in the uh, in-between stage. Sure. So. And then the idea, then, that the woman is being able to go through all these stages of, of orgasms or whatever you want to call it for in, indefinitely, that's a pretty interesting idea for the gal, right? I mean, what's not to like there? Yeah, you know, some tantras say that they shouldn't have orgasms either, that nobody should be having it. They should be restraining them both. And no, you say the that opposite. Be, why would you want to do that for the girl? And, yep. and there's also other, uh, other people who say that the male should be having multiple orgasms and they're limiting themselves by not having as many as a multiple orgasmic woman. Men yeah, usually but you can do that according to the Taoists without ejaculating. That's a different thing. Ejaculate orgasm doesn't necessarily mean ejaculation for the man, right? Some of the Taoists think opposite. Oh, <laughs> the do one they who really? had two hundred and fifty six kids. What was his name? Well, if he well, really existed and he really was three hundred and fifty six years old, well, you know. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> But I know uh, okay. I experimented with it, but I never did turn blue. You never so, did turn blue. Well, 
of the Herod experiment. <laughs> That's when I first uh, came across the concept of Tantra. And since then, you know, it was actually, I believe there's an alternate history of uh, India. Max Muller was a German, and he wrote the history of India as he thought it was. And back in the 1800s, they didn't really get a lot of it right. Because sexuality is the founding of all religions, including Christianity. It was it was Hold basically on, boy. men and women, right? Adam and Eve and the whole thing, right? Plug and socket is young. where it yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah, religion yeah. started off as a as a hermaphrodite too that split off. Uh, and they say they got the idea maybe from dogs. They have what they call coitus, uh, what is it? They stick together and can't come out. It occasionally happens in humans, but it's really rare. Well, because of that and other things, the ancients always had man and woman as one and then split off. And indeed, in uh, like amoeba, they can just clone each other. And once sexuality came, the experience of death came. So going back into Tantra, you go back into the state of the amoeba, and early India was tantric. It was not Aryans. Mm. There was no Aryan inv invasion. That was all made up history by the Germans. They <laughs> liked Aryans. I'm an Aryan, so I invaded India, and we took it over like the British. And they everything. just made it up. Huh? Just made, made it up. It up. <clears throat> they went. One of the things that Gandhi did was destroy all those sexual statues all over uh, India. They're all over the place. He had, uh, he had an army of goons going out and breaking up those statues. Still, some exist. You know, you've seen the ones with all the sexual positions on sure. the temples and everything. There, there were That was a commonality in India. And so the Aryan invasion may be a total fiction, and we're subjected to a lot of fiction in this you, life. You think? Big media, big media exists even in the jungle. <laughs> Every time you turn around, boy, somebody's trying to sell you on something that isn't true. <laughs> it's like, Why do you believe that? The smoke signal told me it's true. Right. I know it's true. Why do you believe that? Well, uh, I don't. Know. I read it and I saw it on TV. I saw it on the news, and so it's got to be true, right? And I'm in the jungle. The Tom Tom told me it was true. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what. You ever what see a... the cartoon of the uh, Indian, and he's he's got his own fire and smoke signal, and he sees an atomic bomb blast, and he says, "I wish I'd said that." <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I wish I said that one. Do you know that there are people that I've read and and listened to that are pretty credible that believe that the whole Nagasaki Hiroshima thing never happened. That that was all a false flag narrative to sell people on the idea that you know whatever the united states had we could just kick your ass if you if you don't do what we say pretty interesting you know, if that's true pretty interesting I, I think it existed but the part that didn't exist according to that man i was telling you about that i no. forgot his name is that the people who got the sunburn that's okay if you got sunburned from the blast, that's no different than ultraviolet radiation. But the people who got evaporated or uh, disappeared, they're suddenly not there. That part was real. But the idea of a nuclear winter just isn't true. They can, they're not going to destroy all of humanity uh, like uh, On the Beach by Neville Shute, a novel mm -hmm. I read when I was in high school. And... Uh, 
basically uh, that part isn't going to happen. We had Nagasaki and Hiroshima. How come the people are still alive? And they're oh, yeah. how could they? And I've seen pictures now, whether or not they're fake, but I've seen pictures of buildings and people standing right after the blast. And these are the folks that are selling this whole thing that the, it was just made up. And you know, to be fair, what was it, 1941? What was it, around then, 41, right? <clears throat> what did you have? You had radio, a few newspapers, um, newsreels at the theater. Do you think it would be hard to sell an idea that wasn't true? Come on. I mean, all you'd have to have is a cabal or folks that wanted to sell the idea. Why? Why would it have to be true? Because they said it on, you know, newspapers and radio or in the theaters. How would you well, know? It, How would it you was know? easy. People never knew that uh, FDR was a cripple. Yeah, they I'm, thought he could walk around like anyone you know? else. So they pulled that off. It'd be easy to sell the idea that that Nagasaki and Hiroshima existed. Come on, they sold the whole idea of Pearl Harbor, and now the, you know, the history is very clear that the United States knew that thing was happening, that it was just a ploy to get into World War II. It's very clear. You can read the books, Day of Infamy, and they got they got cables, and they've got, they knew it. Um, so, you know, what can I tell you? <laughs> they love war, baby. They love war, man. And we had television in the 30s, but they didn't share it with us. But it was oh, invented we? by RCA, uh, uh, General Electric, they, they, General Electric knows many of the secrets, just like about the paradrenal system and other things. If you research Schenectady Station and the people involved there, including Donald Lake, who worked at Schenectady Station and put the first microwave tower in in Canada, that was Donald Lake, the Swami. And what, what year was that? Uh, in the 40s, I think it was, because he uh, he came to the United States uh, just before the Second World War, and his uh, first he worked for Jack Dempsey, the boxer, in the uh, food uh, business because he knew food. He worked as a tailor. Then his cousin got him a job at General Electric because he already was there. So he went to Schenectady Station first where he studied and learned. Then they sent him to Canada. He did a lot of things up there, including putting in the first microwave tower. Hmm. And after that, he uh, was in electronics and also in the restaurant business because during the winter, what are you going to do? You can't, uh, you, you can't go out normally like you do here in california yeah. or even in austin texas and dripping springs it's just not that uh good a climate to do <laughs> by the way what do you think about global warming with a with a, what eight feet of snow or something like that in Syracuse, new york and they try to blame it on the great lakes are warming so right, it's right. a warming effect <laughs> oh, these people they're they're unfreaking believable and, and adam and they're you know my opinion they're not going to let go of this Green New Deal global warming thing. I think this is the the mother load of the Schwabs. And, you know, don't you think this is what they want to control energy? This is what they want to do. They want to, just like you said with the nuclear, they want to control it. And, yep. And, and uh, we, as human beings, can control the weather. I've told you about the elemental sure, song yeah, that Byron yeah. Gallup 
have I been have been doing it? And guess what? We did it because we felt compassion for the farmers. So what's happening now? We're getting rid of the drought. It's been raining here and it's been raining gently. That helps the farmers. It doesn't flood and run off into the ocean. It's slowly been coming down day after day here. I think it's not going to be over till Wednesday, and it's going to start again. We're having a wet year. Now, when we did the elemental song, we realized, oh, my God, we're going to the market Saturday, and we're going to get soaking wet. So we did the elemental song to protect us, and the sun came out. And as soon as we got back home, the sun started, it all clouded up, and it rained again. So we actually protected ourselves with it. Now, could be correlation does not prove causation. Who yeah, knows? But, but it worked for us. Well, We're dry. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't know. That's all I can tell you about that. I just don't believe in coincidences. So whatever, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> I think coincidence should be uh, stricken from the dictionary. You know what I mean, Telly Bean? I think so. You know that word? Come on. I'm not sure about that. I've had just too many of those coincidences. <laughs> what, are, what are some of the words that we should take from the dictionary before we go? Accidents? Coincidences? Um, luck? Whatever. You got any other ones? That's, that's well, my favorite one is serendipity, which serendipity. is kind of luck, but it's kind of metaphysical, too. You know, yeah. serendipity. Yeah. serendipity. And yeah. science doesn't acknowledge serendipity. No, no, no. Or, or synchronicity. They don't okay, acknowledge yeah. that either. Well, uh, thanks for the info on the on the on the black walnut thing. I'm going to get some omega threes, but I ordered it. And I, you know, I've been kind of looking, as I said uh, during the commercial, that I'm looking for something in the morning because just a steak just didn't just doesn't feel that good. You know, even hamburger, even fish, and. Um, so maybe I'm going to do try the walnut thing, and I do pretty good with colostrum in the morning because that's a kind of thing. But I would. So I'm going to try the walnut thing. I'll let you know how we do. Um, what do you have for morning? You're still doing your. You do fruits and nuts. That's what you have in the morning, right? Yeah, and now persimmons. We have a friend that has a persimmon ranch, and so he's been loading us up with so Whoa. many persimmons. We have stacks of them here. That's the so, ones where you just let get really gooey before you eat them, right? The, the orange ones? Really ranch? gooey. Yeah, they're really, really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we're, we. he's a good friend, and he's also with us. He knows that it's a scamdemic, not a pandemic. Yeah, well, good. There's very few people here that seem to know that. I mean, Santa Barbara is amazing. You're supposed to have all these smart people here, and they're sheep bots. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. All right, kiddo. Tell folks about uh, your um, your website. I mean, let me see where you can go. And there you go, SolarTiming.com, and and tell us what we're going to see when we go to SolarTiming.com. Books and there's other entertaining uh, sound bites, a whole bunch of things. Uh, our friend in Belgium has been, he's been priceless for the things he's done for us, and we'd like to do something for him one of these days. I'm sure uh, you will. I'm sure you will. Yeah, I, I think we will. I think we will. Uh, business is increasing. Then we have uh, uh, nutrition.com which is $99, and we have. Uh, uh, a color recycling video where you go through the colors. We have the exact times of day of foods, herbs, drugs, a whole bunch of things listed there. 
and uh, that's our two sites and i'm writing about a book a month here <laughs> i'm now doing actually now i'm doing journals mind over matter because it really needs to be emphasized forget dna forget all that they're symptoms of our mental health <laughs> yeah they are that's it that's it they're a symptom i like the way you put it and we're learning more and more. isn't that fascinating how we're becoming more aware of that just in the last couple of years you know all this information comes into you and me and others, right? And it just becomes it's like clear, right? It becomes clear to, wow, that's crazy. It, w it was known 100 years ago, but now it's having a resurgence. Right. And let's keep it going now that people realize that it's mind over matter. And they can make a difference. They don't have to be certified. I'm an expert. I have an MD, a chiropractor, or whatever it is. You don't need that. You need common sense. And common sense will give you all the information you you yeah. can find. Yeah, thinking clearly, and you don't need drugs. You don't need anything. Just rock and roll. You know, think your way through it. Isn't that funny? Just think your way through it, you know? <laughs> and now you can change your personality and become Aquarius applesauce or whoever and find out anything you want from Dr. Google. You can even get into Dr. Google's unconscious mind. Oh, great. Uh, thanks. All right, kiddo. Uh, Thanks for everything. See you soon. Let us know if we can help. And uh, I will let you know about um, what's going on in December as far as shows. I'm going to take some time off, but I'll let you know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. You know. Okay, whatever it is, you'll enjoy it. And we will too. And by, by the way, again, thanks for sending that Broda Barnes black and white video. That was Pretty fun. really put interesting. It on the, uh, what Adam's speaking about is if is a video someone sent me, and it was done with an access, remember, access cable back in the 70s, where when they brought cable out, they had all these access channels. It's how Alex Jones started in, in he Austin. Did. He did on access cable. And this lady, she was pretty good. She's very interesting. She interviewed Broda Barnes on a New York City access cable channel. Someone sent me the video, and I put it on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com and watch it. It's pretty interesting. You know, he, he knew a lot about the thyroid. I mean, Broda Barnes, because he was a he big, did. he was a big, um, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, teacher for Ray Pete, right? And we know that Ray Pete knew a lot about the thyroid. Let's hope he was kidding. He said, what do you do for doctors who don't uh, know about that or don't accept this? Hit him in the head with a, with a <laughs> baseball bat <laughs> between was, the eyes. He was hilarious, Proto Barnes. He was a pretty interesting guy. He was pretty sure of himself. He, I think he knew what he was talking about. It sure sounded like well, He said the doctors didn't know about it. When he went to the particular places, the doctors would accept it. It's just that they didn't know it. It never got to the ivory tower of the medical profession. Right. And now, though, those doctors aren't allowed to accept it. That's the real change that has happened yeah. since 75 and now. They They're are not just, allowed to yeah. accept an original idea anymore. What Adam's speaking about is called uh, standard of care. So if you go to an MD and present with a, I don't do a test or something or body temperature with a thyroid problem, they're not even allowed to talk to you about what we're talking about. It's against the law. They can lose their license, standard right. of care. And they've got to put you on thyroid meds. This is why going to doctors 
unless you have a broken bone is dangerous. <laughs> and you know about Canada now, a doctor, if they find out you haven't been vaxxed, they have the right to put you on psychiatric medicine because you must be crazy. Really? Because you want seriously. And now they're they're saying it's a suggestion now. You put him on a drug because it's insanity to not want a vaccination. And the doctors are saying this is just a step away from mandate. They're trying it out right now, and this has to be resisted wow. because otherwise, all the people who don't take the vax are mentally insane. It's going to be in the DSM, you know, the number six, whatever, that we're crazy. Well, I'm crazy. I say it right here. I'm crazy because no way I'm going to have that crap put in my body. Color, color me crazy, baby. Yeah. You're going to have to hold me down. Do you, see where, do you see where the boys got together at the G20 and they're trying to run with this uh, international ID passport, which has got the VAX information digital. And so you wouldn't be able to travel anywhere in the world you know, in the, on the earth. I don't use the term world anymore um, unless you get vaxxed. But there's already states like Texas and DeSantis saying, you know, I don't care what the WHO said. These have no authority over me. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow with the constitutional guy. And I think this is going to be a big deal of the state that you're in. And someday, Adam, you just may want to move to Texas because it could get too crazy there. You can come. You know, we have you know, it rotates because look at Florida. They have GMO mosquitoes loose. We don't have that here. And those GMO mosquitoes, here's the story. Uh, oh, it's a male mosquito. It can't bite a human being. It's only going to have sex with the female mosquito. Well, guess what? DNA doesn't work that way. It eventually breaks down, and one of those little spermies are going to get through into the female mosquito, and now she's got an mRNA vaccine, so they're going to vaccinate it. Wake up, Florida, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, well, that started years ago in Florida, the GMO mosquito thing. I think that slipped by DeSantis. He's not up on that one. Uh, he Somehow the state is allowing that to go on. But I read that years ago, right? The GMO mosquito thing, yeah. They're getting vaccinated, so I would not move to Florida. Texas doesn't Well, but have if they were getting vaccinated, there'd be a lot of people dying in Florida, Adam, and they're not, are they? Yeah, they're dying. <laughs> really? They're still dying because he hasn't made it illegal. It should be illegal to vaccinate. It's voluntary, and so many sheep bots are still there taking it. We hear a minority of people. That's a safe place to be to not get vaccinated. But all of these fools, he's not saying, he said, if you want to get vaccinated, it's okay. Sure. We need to get a governor with the balls to say that vaccinations are evil, whatever they want to call it. It's unscientific. And we will not tolerate this in our state. Pfizer, those, they're criminals. They need to go to prison. And they do. But they're not. They're making billions of dollars. Well, maybe they will. Maybe he'll get religion, you know, these guys. Our I guy. hope so. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll get to the point where they say, wow, this stuff really is. Not, not Some good. people are waking up. Yeah. yeah so He did so it to Disney hope. Boy on this trans stuff and the grooming, and he, he shut him down. And boy, old Disney, they're not happy with that. And now they're coming back. Did you, you know. Uh, I love that. You, you got to stand up to this stuff and say, no, man, no way. 
at this point, I, I have to say one thing before we yeah. sign off. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy, I can't think of his name now, but he exposed this major company that was putting out bondage fairs with little children and symbologies of being ra child rape and stuff. And they had this whole tech, uh, campaign, including uh, skinny uh, people walking around angrily with a bondage bear and with blackened oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, meat. oh, the bears thing. Yeah, that's company, yeah, yeah. And anyway, he exposed them, and so they apologized and everything, but guess what they did to the guy who exposed them? They took him off his YouTube station after all these years, wow. and they took off his PayPal and every way to get money. That's how they handle a person who exposes something like that. So we know what side Google is on. Oh, bonded, yeah. This weird thing with this company, and they have these bears and weird stuff. They, they had the symbol of the heart within the heart in the dog bag, a dog bed. That is a sign of child molestation. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... Uh, I have no objection with pornography, transsexualism, if they want to keep it with adults. But when you start programming kids th this way, there's something terribly wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, that's just wrong. That's just wrong. Just wrong. W with a capital W. I don't say that very often that things are just wrong, but that's just wrong. You know, <laughs> that's just wrong. Yeah, well, here we are. Okay, kid. Say hi to a vibrant gal. We'll see you soon, and I'll let you know about the next show in December or whatever we do. Take care of yourself. Love, love you, Patrick, and love, love you, you too, brother. <laughs> Thank you. May the blessings be. Take care of yourself. Adam Bergstrom, uh, yes, no, maybe chronobotic nutrition. Let me see. Okay. So here we are. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we've got a couple of um, fun videos on our front page if you care to join One Radio Network. You don't have to join, but just get on there and say, okay, just got some videos up there. I want to see. Um, Carnivore Cures Heart Disease, also full documentary. Pretty good one. They have a, it's quite balanced about the moon hoax and not landing on the moon. So it wasn't, it's not really a flat earther saying we didn't land there, but they have a lot of different back and forth about uh, people that say we did and we, people that say we didn't. So, if you're kind of on the fence about that one, it might be a good uh, documentary to watch. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Constitution, the money idea, um, and what's going on in the real world of money in the states and the federal government with uh, constitutional expert um, Richard Proctor. And that'll be tomorrow, 10 o'clock, OneRadioNetwork.com. I love you all, kids. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.